What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hey there, welcome back. Oh my gosh, you guys, I just got back from four days in person with my the mastermind that I'm a part of. And my mind is, is literally bent, broken, and expanded with all... Here's what the really cool thing I love about mindset is that we can get it and then we can just get it some more and some more and some more. And so the way I would summarize these last four days of being coached is I get mindset on such a deeper level, which is super fun. Oh man, super fun. So today's episode, I wanted to share with you the two types of mindset that exist. There are only two types and By having this conversation, my goal is that you have a new awareness around what type of mindset you're in most of the time and an instant awareness of, ooh, if I'm not creating the results that I want, I just need to step over into the other type of mindset. So, so often I hear my clients say things like, I should be able to figure this out. I don't understand why I'm not being able to. Maybe I don't really know these tools. And the reasons that I hear these things, the connection is usually they've changed their life. It could be relationships. It could be weight um, using the mindset tools. But when they bring the mindset tools over to their business, suddenly they're like, it's not working. Maybe you can relate. And the reason that this happens is because your brain is like a house. And so when you create that transformation in your weight or in your relationships, that is like remodeling the kitchen. And so then what we do is we walk up to the bedroom and we we go into the bathroom and we're like, crap, why does this bathroom look terrible? (laughs) Oh, they didn't remodel that room too? Ah, and so when you move into your business in your brain, it's an entirely different room. Now, this analogy only goes so far because I'm like, well, you get to bring your tools, right? You get to bring your experience. And so I want you to have the thought that once you do that first major remodel, the other ones are actually going to be easier, And I've said this before, but I don't know for sure, but I think that there are really only a few major rooms in our brain. And once we master those, because I've noticed this myself, as I've built my business, my relationships, my relationship with money, my relationship with my children, with my husband, with myself, all of those things have automatically, they've just, it's like the water level has risen on them. My default inside of them has just like changed, but it wasn't because I focused attention on it. 
So my analogy doesn't really fit entirely. (laughs) But I remember very clearly thinking, I should be able to do this in my business. I know these tools, I should be able to do it. I had, I had experience in growing businesses and marketing and all of the things, but I didn't know how to use mindset to create money. And it wasn't until I opened myself up to somebody helping me, that's when my business exploded. Because she taught me how to build a framework of thinking in that new room, right? To build the way that it actually looked and flowed. And so whether you're starting on a goal like making your first or next $50,000, there are only two types of mindset. And I'm even going to tell you the frequency, right? The percentage of time that you could be giving right now. I'm just making this stuff up, but I want you to compare it to what you're actually spending in. So it's possible that that first $25,000 of that goal, you are going to spend 50% of your thought time in the first phase and 50% in the second phase. So we're only thinking thought time. This is an action. You're going to have to take some action. Not actually even that much. Let me just tell you. Um, All of my action takers are like cringing, dying on the inside. All my non-action takers are like, really? Tell me more. (laughs) But we're just talking thought work. That first 25,000 of a 50,000 goal, 50% of it, right? This is going to be a 50-50 percentage. Now, once you get to that that next phase, right? We're just going to say the second 25,000, you're going to want to just tweak the percentage. And what's going to happen is phase one mindset that we're going to share in just a minute, you're going to spend 25 to 30% of your time, but you're going to spend 75 to 80% in the second phase. And don't worry, well, we're going to go through the phases and then we're going to talk about the percentages again so that your brain will be like, what? (laughs) Now, I want you to think just right now, check in with yourself, grab a piece of paper, jot down what are the predominant feelings you have about your business and what percentage of time? Because when I ask my clients this, so often what I hear is there's three feelings. Now, the feelings change, but usually what it is is there's two negative emotions and there's one positive. And the negative emotions are things like worry, doubt, confusion, overwhelm, uncertainty, um, ashamed, frustrated. And then that one other feeling is something like excited, which I might not have said this out loud to you guys before, but when I think about the thought of excited, it's very much a, I'm trying to think of the right way to say this. It is a, it's an immature feeling. Yeah, immature, just like hopeful. They're just, they're just immature feelings, right? When we are young, when we're learning emotion, we feel things like hopeful, and excited. But mature emotions, intentional emotions, we rarely create with a feeling like excited. Now it might be there. It might be a like a sensation of it. But the other reason I say it's immature is because it's a very default thought. Like, ooh, I feel excited, right? Like 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 only having between happy and sad. It's it's almost just like you don't have the realm of feeling quite yet. 
So once you identify the feelings you're feeling, right? So I've talked about my clients usually tell me three feelings, but I want you to start by just identifying what are your feelings and what percentage of time do you, you spend in them? Because one of the things that I see so clearly is that you, the more time you spend in this phase two of, of types of mindset, the more time you spend there. And it's not that it's positive emotion, but the more time you spend there, the more money you will make. And this isn't like you have to make more money in order to spend time in the second phase. No, you have to learn to get there first. Getting there is what creates the money. Okay, so let's jump into the two types of mindset. The first type is cleaning up your mind. This is going to include things like awareness and processing. Now, I'm totally making this up, right? You might not understand these words. Don't make that to mean anything. Just stay in the realm of cleaning up your mind. And when you think about cleaning up, right? We think about cleaning up our house. I like to look out the window and think about cleaning up my yard. So I want you to imagine cleaning up your brain is going to be like going into your yard. Or maybe it's not yours. Maybe your yard is impeccable. Maybe it's your neighbor's. And you look around at it and you just see all of the weeds. You see the things that are growing where they're not supposed to be. You see the, the tree like seeds that have just started growing in random places that you definitely don't want a tree. Right? And when you go through your yard and you take out the weeds and you dig up the little trees, this is you cleaning up your yard. We do the same thing, but with our mind. And when we clean up our mind, it's because we're finding thoughts like, I don't know if this is going to work. I should be further along. This needs to be happening faster. Or one of my favorites. I've done everything. (laughs) These are just weeds growing in your mind. Okay, so when I think about cleaning up your brain, the reason I mention awareness and processing is because you want to you want to get very clear with your brain what this means and what it looks like. So awareness can be seeing these thoughts and what they create or just like how keeping them there is keeping your mind occupied in an unhelpful way. So I was having a conversation with one of my clients and she kept repeating, we were together and she kept repeating how she wished her partner would believe in her business more, or it wasn't even believe in her business, but like one very specific thing, like, oh, here's what it was, love to spend money to see how like amazing she is at growing her business and also want to spend that money with her, right? To have that certainty that it's just going to keep happening and it's going to be amazing and she's such a badass and all that, right? So the awareness in this comes from, and what I told her, because I asked her, I'm like, do you think, you know, does this thought seem like it's serving you? And she was like, well, no, but like, I don't think it's hurting me. And I want you guys to notice all the places in your brain that you have thoughts that you keep thinking and you're just like, oh, but I don't think they're hurting me. I want you to imagine that your brain is like a school bus. There are only so many seats on the school bus. And so everything that you're putting 
in the seats, right? Whether it's overwhelm, whether it's confusion, whether it's taking up three seats because you wish your partner would do or think or be differently. It doesn't seem like it takes up space, but when you're thinking those thoughts, your mind is preoccupied and it's not able to be thinking something else. So awareness can be just like seeing it, knowing like, oh, like it could be running a model. It could be seeing what are the actions that I take when I do this, but it could also just be that bus analogy where you're like, wait a minute. Like this thought doesn't seem good or bad, but like, do I think it's creating the results I want? And is it taking up space on the school bus that like I want it to be taking up? The next type, the subcategory under cleaning up is going to be processing. And this is going to be digging into the thought to question things like, is it true? And then going and gathering data. And also doing things, right? Again, you could be running a model, but you can also be doing things as simple as seeing what else you can believe. So when you dig into a thought, when you process it, you're really going into the belief. You're creating an awareness. Well, maybe they're all the same. Hard to tell. (laughs) You're creating an awareness and you're going beyond the awareness though to continue to clean up your mind. Now, I'm going to give you some examples of times you're going to do this. So one of them would be, right, you're going to do clean up mindset when you feel an intense emotion, but you aren't really sure why. I experienced this. I was driving down the road and I just dropped off the baby at daycare and the baby's two, by the way, almost three. (laughs) She's a baby. Don't argue. Um, And I was clicking a pen And I suddenly just noticed that I was feeling anxious. I had my anxious feeling. And I was like, that's interesting. So I stopped clicking the pen and I checked in with my body and I just asked myself the question, why do I feel anxious? And it was just like, oh, like I thought that clicking this pen was causing me to feel comforted in some way. And yet what I was realizing is that the action of doing it was actually creating me to feel anxious. Maybe I was thinking something. Maybe I wasn't. I don't know. But there are going to be times when you feel an intense emotion and you aren't sure why. You want to do your cleanup mindset on those emotions. Even if it's you looking back at the day, you may or may not catch them in real time. That's okay, right? That's part of you becoming a mind ninja. You don't just become it overnight. It takes practice. So you might be looking back at your day And just finding, where did I feel some intense emotion? Perfect. Great place to do some cleanup. The next area is if you want to be taking some action, but you keep avoiding it. Oh man, you guys, I know this one so well. And what's amazing about our brain is it's so sneaky. It's like, well, I just, I just didn't get to it. It was on the list, but I I didn't get to it. And in our brains, we just, we just don't question it. We're like, yeah, okay, we'll do it again tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and we still don't do it. And the reason is because we're not cleaning up. What's in there? Why didn't I do it? And if we keep not addressing that, we're going to keep not taking the action. The third area, right? When to do this cleanup mindset 
is when you watch yourself respond to something in a way that you wouldn't choose to do again. This could be you're in a conversation with a friend and they're skeptical of life coaching and you get defensive and you just want to ask yourself, like, what was I feeling? Why was I feeling that? What was happening? It might be that you get into an argument with your partner. It could be this kind of ties into emotion, but you might not notice it as emotion. You might notice it as like I behaved in a way that I would want to do over. Okay, but you're still going to have to find the emotion. And then the last way that you're going to want to make sure you're always doing like mind cleanup on is just like when you want to pull out like, okay, here's what it is. It's when you want to see what default is. Okay, so every result that you have right now is because of your default thinking. Think about this. This is the most amazing thing ever. You have the results you have right now because of your default thinking. It's super easy for you to have this result. And I think that's one of the most encouraging things I can make sure you hear. Because when you break your mind, when you rebuild it with new default thinking, that means that that new result is going to be so easy. That's why it's like the first time you make $100,000 in your business, as long as you know how you did it and how you created it, your brain's all about like, let's do it again. This is going to be easy. That's why the first time it took me to make $100,000 was 10 months. The second $100,000, five months. I was like, what? This is amazing. (laughs) This just gets faster and faster. Because my default thinking becomes quicker, becomes more, it's just easier, right? So really learning how to shape our mind does create ease in creating our results. So cleaning, doing clean up mindset on finding your default, this is going to be things like choosing a specific neutral circumstance. So for you, it might be the exact number of debt you have right now. If that's something that triggers you, if that's something you're making decisions from, so many coaches are like, "Ah, I don't want to invest in coaching because I have debt or I don't think it's good debt or I don't want to spend the money or right, whatever. And so your debt, your thoughts about debt, it's not actually your debt, your thoughts about your debt are causing you to take certain actions, but it's because of how you're thinking. So when you want to see what are the results I'm getting in my life, you could just make a list. What are the results I have? What are the results I have in my business? How am I creating these results with my current thinking? This is so fun. Another neutral circumstance you could choose is just debt, debt in general. Write it out. See what kinds of thoughts you have just on default. And you might be like, whoa, I did not even know that was in there. And then all of that becomes your work. Not that you have to clean it all up, but when you see your growth as a micro shift, one thought at a time, every time you see your growth, you get to be like, woo woo, woo woo, there's my work, there's my work, (laughs) right? Because you want to always be telling your brain, this is where my work is. So you're not confused. The, the final area, I think I said the last one was the final area, but this, this new one's actually the final area <laughs> that you want to do just clean up mindset on is your goals. Because 
every goal you have again this is going to this is going to range from goals in general a very specific goal you have it could be um and, it, and even inside of goals, it could be client number, it could be dollar amount for the month, it could be dollar amount for the week, or it could be dollar amount for the year, or just like a client goal, like a plateau. Like, you know what, I want to I wanna learn how to be the coach who has 10 paying clients. I have three right now, I want to be the person who has 10, that's the stretch I'm making, right? Like, I'm not done when I get to 10, but like, that's the next plateau I'm climbing towards. I'm learning to become. And so when you do your cleanup mindset on this stuff, you get to see fun thoughts like, um, what's the point of setting a goal? I never hit it anyways. I didn't hit my goal last month. Um, I don't even know if this is possible. You're going to find all of the default thinking that's keeping you exactly where you're at. So that's, that's type one. Type one of mindset is cleaning up your mind. Now, I want you to remember, in your first $25,000 or next, right? Like $25,000 of a $50,000 goal, you're going to spend 50% of your time just cleaning up your mind. Now, with the thought, every thought, every thought, I become more of the person I'm learning how to be. It's just not a big deal. I was telling a client that there are basically a thousand shifts, a thousand micro shifts that have to happen on the, on the journey from zero to a hundred thousand. And the beautiful thing is every single person has different micro shifts they need to make. They're in the same categories, but you get to just make those shifts as quickly or slowly as you want to make. And they're one thought at a time. So I want you to think, am I spending 50% of my time in this zone cleaning stuff up? Now, the second type of mindset is intentional or creation thinking. So we're going to clean it up with the first phase. And the second phase, I keep like changing words out, types, phases, whatever. So the second type of mindset is that intentional creation thinking. Now, I want you to remember I'm making up percentages because the times that I have created the biggest results is when I am just very focused in creation thinking. But when you think about building a foundation that's very strong, that's why you want to spend time cleaning things up. Creation thinking builds. It does really build. But all the other crap that you have in there is stuff that you want to be evening out at the same time. So what is intentional creation thinking? Creation thinking is is intentional thinking. Our brains on default, they create the results we have now. Your brain is brilliant. Default, you guys, is amazing. I mentioned this earlier. Like we can think of default as being bad, but default gives us every result we have and it makes maintaining the result really simple. Because if you had to think intentionally to drive to the store or to drive to your child's school, what else, right? If you had to think intentionally to drive the car, (laughs) You wouldn't be like, it would become a lot more stressful in your brain to be like, okay, how do I drive a car? 
Oh, I have to remember to press the gas. Oh, I have to hold on to the steering wheel. Oh my gosh, I have to be looking around me for people. How do I get to the school again? And I have to remember how to get there, right? Like it would cause too much chaos. And so our brain is like, I got you. I can make this really simple. We're going to just automate things. So your brain's like, check, I automated driving. I mean, even down to basic things, you guys, like sometimes I just think about how thankful I am that I don't have to manually control blinking or pumping my like my heart beating. I would just fail so miserably and it would result in death. And so our brains are like, don't worry, I'm going to blink for you. I've automated driving. I've automated getting the result you have right now. And so for you to change that result, the hardest part is that you have to see default, break default, and rebuild it. Okay, so intentional thinking is just seeing default, breaking it, and rebuilding it. And we want to start this with a goal, right? We want to direct our brain as to what specifically, because we wouldn't just try and break all of our habits. That would be crazy town. Instead, we want to focus on one thing. And so for you, because you're listening to this podcast and we pretty much only talk about business and making money, that's what I'm going to assume your goal is. So here's some examples of very specific goals. And I'm going to say them, but here's how I really want you to be thinking of them. If you haven't listened to my podcast, I think it's 29 on like setting a goal for the goal's sake versus learning to be the person, you're going to want to go back and listen to that because it's so good. But here's how I want you to be thinking your goals. I'm learning to be the coach who works with 10 clients And I'm learning to be here by September 30th. I'm learning to be the coach who signs one client in a week. This week, right? Notice how differently that sounds. Now, I'm going to just show you some different types of goals. But really, I want you to stay in that mind of I'm learning to be. Because it's so different. The way you approach your goals, the way you judge yourself after, the way you evaluate it and grow. All of it changes based on how you phrase it in your brain. So you might have a goal of signing one client this week. You might have a goal of working with 10 clients by September 30th. You might have the goal of creating $4,000 this month. You might have the goal of creating $50,000 this year. You set the goal to direct your brain, to direct your creation thinking, Because every day you're going to have to remember the goal. You're going to have to remind your brain. Your brain is not going to remember on its own. Why? Because it's not default yet. You're teaching it the new default. And that's going to come in your patterns and the way you approach it. But remember now why I said you're going to have to do clean up mindset, especially in your creation thinking, because you're going to set a goal. And your brain's going to have all the drama about the goals you've set before. And you have to clean that up as you use creation thinking. Okay, so when I think about creation thinking, apart from setting a goal and directing your mind very specifically, what you're doing is jumpstarting your own growth. Now, 
most people, and this is again, it's in the immature mind. Now, don't say that and be offended or be offended, I guess. But (laughs) I, I say that word simply because there's mature thinking and there's immature thinking. And the sooner we can label it and see what we're doing, that's when we get to grow in that area. So immature jumpstarting is feeling crappy and going to listen to music, right? Getting the energy from the music to shift how you feel. Immature um, jumpstarting is going and listening to a podcast or watching a module of something you've bought, um, listening to like going to YouTube and like watching an inspirational video. These are immature jumpstarts. Now, that being said, I'm not opposed to immature jumpstarts, right? This is just part of jumpstart yourself. Because those jumpstarts are you taking the action of like, no, I want to do this thing. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to jumpstart myself. But the mature version of jumpstarting yourself is going to be learning to ask yourself questions and generate feelings that you need all on your own. You don't reference anything outside of you. You only reference inside of you. So some of these questions are going to be, this is actually, I want you to hear this type of question and it's, what do I need to believe? And so it would sound like, what do I need to believe to create a post today? What do I need to believe to go sign a client today? What do I need to believe to create money today? And when I say this question, Sometimes people give me this like, what do I need to believe or what can I actually believe? And if you guys haven't caught up in this already, there is just no such thing as learning to believe or like practicing believing. That's just, that's just ridiculous. Don't do that. I want you to always be choosing. What can I believe and what else can I believe? What can I believe that gives me the strongest emotion? Because we can believe things like, um, oh man, I don't have an example ready. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, when I do that, I come up with crazy stuff. But we can believe one thing on default. And then when we really explore that neutral circumstance, suddenly we're like, oh my gosh, I actually can also believe this and this and this. Oh, perfect example. Well, maybe we'll, we'll let it come out of my mouth first. Your goal. If you think about your goal for this month, your brain on default might be like, oh, I don't know. We're already this many days into the month. That just might be default. But when you think about what do I need to believe? I want you to hear what can I also believe? You know what else I can also believe? I can believe that clients come in an instant. I can believe that shifts and change happens in an instant. I can believe that things are working around me in ways that I have no ability to comprehend. And it's not until they actually come to life that I'm going to be like, what? That totally is so amazing. What do I have to believe? I have to believe that I am in control of the results. That it's going to, if creating it is up to me. I have to believe that I'm not waiting on people to come to me. Although I believe they're there, I'm not waiting on them to walk to me. I'm actively walking to them. I have to believe I'm in control. Do you see how different that is? 
Another thought or question you might use to jumpstart yourself is, how do I need to be feeling to get this done? I am to the point now, because I used to not feel at all. Um, I used to feel good or bad. That was my range of feelings. And now I can actually say a feeling and it will, I can create it in my body instantly without the thought. And I mean, I can only do this with ones that I actually feel regularly. So whenever I come up to a feeling where I'm like, I don't normally feel that, that it might take you a little bit of time, but it's a fun, fun exercise to try. Um, but ask yourself, what do I need to be feeling? Find that feeling and just start with it choose to have it in your body just for the fun of it. Another question you could ask yourself is, what do I need to decide to make this easier? Whatever this is, right? Your goal, your goal for today, your goal for this week, whatever. What do I need to decide? So often we get lost in our brain because our brain's like, I have all these things I'm not deciding and we should think about this and like, let's, let's consider it. And I'm like, okay, I'll con-. like, no, make decisions. The way you jumpstart your brain is by asking it powerful questions. How do you know if a question is powerful or not? Because rather than you feeling overwhelmed and confused and like you're in a dark room and all the curtains have been pulled and you can't see anything and you can't find out how to get out, you ask yourself a question that's like, oh, (laughs) suddenly all of the answers, all of the the possibility opens up and you're like, ah, there is a solution. I just had to ask myself the questions, okay? So part of creating intentionally, a very powerful part of it is the feelings. And so I just want to end today's podcast sharing some of my favorite go-to feelings in business to fuel my results. Now, I talked about earlier, I create these just by thinking the feeling, but I also strengthen them, right? Like we want to add fire to the feeling with the thoughts. The thoughts are what build the habits. And so you always want to make sure you're also bringing in thoughts. So one of these feelings that I really enjoy is, I don't actually know the name for it, but I've labeled it like passion. But what I feel inside of me is like a fire. This is my fire feeling. I feel this feeling when I watch action movies. You might know what I mean, because I was trying to identify why do I like to watch action movies? What's the feeling that I get in my body that I enjoy? And it's like, it's this fiery feeling. And so the thought that I use with this feeling is, this is my vision to bring to life. Another feeling I like that helps serve me in my business is certainty. Now, a lot of you guys, when you hear certainty, you think, How could I be certain? Everything is uncertain. I don't know how much money I'm going to make. I don't know when my clients are going to come. I don't know if this is going to work. And so then you start to feel uncertain. But one of my superpowers is that I feel immense amounts of certainty. But I don't feel certainty in things that are outside of me. I always feel certain in myself. Because everything in business is uncertain. The only person you have to be certain in is you. And so the thought that I use with this is, I don't know exactly what's going to work, but I know that I won't stop until I figure it out. I like the feeling of that. Another feeling would be curiosity. 
Ooh, this is such a good one. Because again, we have no idea, right? I love Brooke Castillo says, we like the only reason you know how you created a certain result is because you did it. That's the only time you get to know how. That's the only time you get to know exactly what worked. And so you want to be curious. And so I love this thought of like, I wonder if this will work. Like, I wonder what combinations of these things. And it's just creating that curiosity. You're not attached to any of it. It's just this idea of like, yeah, it's going to take me some different things to try. Well, I wonder what I want to start with first. I wonder if this will be the thing. I wonder what this will create. Another feeling is courageous. And I feel this one when I'm nervous or when I'm afraid. And so inside of feeling this thought, I use the thought, it feels really uncomfortable and I still want to do it, right? Courageous is one of those where it's like, it's just acknowledging, yeah, this feels crappy (laughs) and I still want to do it, right? I want to do it scared. Another feeling that I feel in my business is vulnerable. And the thought that I think is my transformation My work can help someone else, right? I think about normalizing thought work, right? Like until we hear this stuff, I I just never realized that everybody else had the same thoughts. I thought it was just me alone in my head on an island and that's just no fun. But as soon as you know, like like for you guys, I love it. My clients are like, I love hearing that you have mind drama. (laughs) Like, of course I have mind drama, Everybody has mind drama. What we're learning to do is just balance out the amount of time we spend in it. Balancing out the amount of time that our default brain like, like goes into being triggered. That's what we're balancing out. Another feeling is committed or determined. They're different flavors, but you kind of just get to choose one. Whichever one you like best. And so my thought for committed is I'm getting this done no matter what. And notice how each of these feelings feels different in your body. And then the last feeling that I love having to fuel my business is empowered. And this one kind of reminds me of the fiery thought, um, but I feel like it's a very similar feeling in my body. And I think thoughts like, I can't control other people, but I can always control me. I control my results. I create my results. If I knock on a hundred doors, I'll know exactly how many doors I need to knock on to bring my goal to life. Do you hear that empowered? The opposite of that feeling is like the victim, like I'm at the effect of. Victim, I know not everybody loves that, that word, but it's at the effect of, right? You're waiting on somebody else. And so when you don't feel empowered in your business, check in with yourself. Do I feel like I'm at the effect of? Do I feel like I'm waiting on somebody else? Because empowered is always available to you. So these, my friends, are the two types of mindsets. There's cleanup and there's intentional creating. Now remember, 50% because you want to build a foundation, 50-50. 
50% you're cleaning up, 50% you're creating intentionally. Eventually, because your foundation is going to be built, you're going to be able to change that ratio to a 30-70. At this point in my business, I spend a lot of time feeling peaceful. I just don't have a lot of chatter in my brain anymore. But then when I go to grow, when I go to do something as a goal, when I go to take some new action that freaks me out, sometimes I I have to go back into the 50-50. Like, okay, time to clean some stuff up. What's happening in here? Why am I feeling very nervous? Why am I not taking any action? (laughs) Why am I responding in certain ways? Ah, right? So that's the cleanup side. And then there's the intentional side. And it's thinking on purpose, thinking intentionally to create your goal and using your emotion to do it. This is not about pretty thoughts. Thoughts only work because of how intensely you feel them in your body. Okay, you guys. So you're going to have some amazing awareness from this. Even if the simplest is type one or type two mindset. Have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.